Hello everybody and welcome to episode 11 of Kittle Hoop, where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows and video games. My name is Jamie and co-hosting with me as always is the boy with the best hair in the business, Rory. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party. We just watched half of Die Hard. Half, exactly half. We're getting into the Christmas mood. We are getting into the Christmas mood. And to my left, wrapped in a duvet and nursing the weekend's biggest hangover, Captain Cloth himself, Cameron McD. Hello. Hello. Oh, how you feeling, Cam? You right? Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> you look cozy. You do. I am. Quite, you look cozy. Quaint, cozy quaint and comfortable. Yeah. Do you want to you inform the pod just about your uh, misdemeanors this weekend? Uh, no comment. No comment. Just a lot of beers with the boys. Beers, boys, and Turbo Rosie. Turbo Rosie. Turbo Rosie. Yep. Wait for that. Tell us, tell, tell, me tell the listeners Turbo Rosie. Turbo Rosie. I'm looking, I'm in the flat right now. There are three empty bottles of Rosie wine on the table. Four. Four? Yeah. Four. Yeah. It is Rosie wine mixed with Monster Energy drink. And it is quite nice. It's oh glorious. God. But it does make you feel really? quite terrible. It's really nice, except you won't get to bed for sounds another like, day. It sounds like dragon soup. It's pretty much exactly pretty what much it is, is yeah. but in large quantities. And it's class. <laughs> that was cool. uh, that was Friday nights though. Yeah, what were you last night? Uh, a carbon copy. Carbon copy. Same. So it's just been two days straight of let's drink as much wine as possible. Yeah, try to live like we did when we were twenty, and I can't do it anymore. I can't do it either. I did the same thing on Friday. I was up till about six a.m. playing beer pong like uh, a twenty-year-old, and it wrote off the entire day. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Ugh. The next day's gone. Couldn't move. I was popping paracetamol and everything just to get through the day. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Cam asked me for some. He was like, "Have you got any more paracetamol?" And I didn't. And he was like, "I hate great. that. I hate it's going to the stage where to get through a hangover, you need to take pills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, need, you need someone yeah. to like sedate you. Preferably anthrax. That would be. Can <laughs> 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 I have a spoonful of anthrax, please, just to end this? So I'm housekeeping everybody. Uh, this is episode 11. You can still find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. We upload an episode every Monday morning. So if that fits into your commute, give us a download. And if you're kind human beings, leave us a not-so-harsh review. Um, we're a bunch of five-star men, so hopefully that reflects... I'm a five-star man! You are! You are a five-star man, Rory. Five yes, star. I am. Anyway, uh, shall we move on to the news, this week's news? Yes, let's. Rory, it's been a big old week of trailers. Big old week of trailers. A lot of movie movie stuff I'm gonna this, break, for this week. Yeah, words. I'm going to break my uh, promise to not make this all about um, comic book movies. But We've done there was lot, just an anyway. awful lot yeah. of trailers here for comic book movies. Um, we should probably start on the first one. Um, the way we've got this written down is not in, in order, but Captain Marvel came out last Monday. The trailer for Captain Marvel came out last Monday. Yes, it did. Did you watch it? I did. Did Cam, you watch it? I did not. You did not? I did not. You didn't see your girl, <laughs> Um I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Cam know. famously loves Marvel. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't love Marvel. He has no feelings of it whatsoever. Are you impartial? I mean, it's fine. I quite liked it. <laughs> it's I quite like some of it. It's fine. What was the last Marvel mo- um, movie you watched? Uh, I, I think I'm pretty much caught up. Ant Man and the Wasp. No, you missed that I haven't, one. I haven't seen. Yeah, you seen Ant Man. <laughs> haven't seen Ant Man or the rest of that absolute oh, nonsense. Well, Miss Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel. The trailer for Captain Marvel came out on Monday. It's got Brie Larson. She's uh, Captain Marvel. Jude Law's in it. Um, Samuel Jackson's back, and he's de-aged. He looks super young. It's incredible. What did you think of the trailer, Roar? I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'm excited for this. It, it told me a lot more. I, I think that's what this trailer was for, is to tell those that aren't really in the know of the comic books who this person is and what the movie might be about. Mm. Because, yeah, she's clearly from Earth, but she's been found somewhere in space and then been given different blood to become a superhero. As, as Marvel <laughs> The age-old tale. The age-old <laughs> yeah. tale. As Marvel movies go, I don't think this is going to be a very typical 
origin story. I think this is going to straight, straight into action. Well, no, I just don't think we need. I think the way it's going to be told isn't going to go. Oh, I'm this. I think the origin awful. story will be told through flashbacks or through stories that yeah, she is sure. Told. Yeah, but it's not going to take the whole trope of oh, I'm this arsehole and I have a redeeming quality yeah. and it gets better when I become a superhero. I think she's. I'm going to fight the mirror version of me. Sure. Yeah. Um. So the bad guys have been announced. They're the scrolls. Scrolls. And I the called it. Possible, everyone called it. Really. Yeah, everyone called it. The possible story tropes for this are probably going to harken back to the Secret War storyline. Do you know about the Secret no. War storyline? Do so you? The Secret War storyline. I've read about it. Okay. Okay, I've not read it. I'm not a nerd. Nerds. 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 Oh, Cam. You're right. I missed that. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm not a nerd. You won't hear a lot from Cam se- in the news section because he has nothing to put on Marvel. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> the Secret War storyline is a storyline that threaded into the comics a couple of years ago. It was when the Skrulls had infiltrated almost everything and it was revealed half of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, not Cinematic Universe, the comic book universe were Skrulls. And Captain Marvel. They're all Skrulls. Put that to bed. Like yep. the old woman in the trailer that she punches. The big, punches the big an old fan woman. theory okay. here. I did see that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big big that. fan of that. Yeah. Not violence towards the elderly, just it's a funny yeah, scene. Yeah. Yeah. Smacking the old bird Smacking an old lady on a train. <laughs> Class. <laughs> Class. Uh, yeah, Jude Law. Um, the fans rumored that, uh, well, predicted that he was going to be playing Marvel. Yeah, who is the guy that gives Captain Marvel her powers from the comics? Yep, that has been <coughs> poo pooed. Poo pooed. He is not. He's playing a guy called Yon Rog, who is probably going to be. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm yeah. sorry, Yon Rog. Yon Rog. Yon Rog. I, I, I feel like that's big Yon Rog. Yeah, this guy. So I reckon he's going to be the secret big bad. You you don't have a big name like Jude Law in a film without him having some sort of yeah like a prominent important role he's not Sean Beam is he he's not Sean, Sean Beam Bond. Yeah, Sean Bond Sean don't be bad at Sean Bond no he just he sometimes plays Alec Trevelyan very... Alec Trevelyan Alec Trevelyan 006 buy me a pant <laughs> Captain Marvel she's got a cat in this as well did you see her cat apparently I don't know anything about the cat in the comics apparently, apparently the cat is a thing yeah in the comics apparently the cat's called Chewie after Chewbacca oh cool mm. That's a great what impression. That? What is that? <laughs> but in the, the movie, apparently, it's called Goose. Cool. Uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Top yeah. Gun reference. 90s. She's a pilot. Based Didn't know Cam. Miss Marvel was a Air Force pilot. Before she turned into Captain Marvel. Before she turned into the Her co-pilot. Space. And this is her cat called Goose. What? She sits in the plane, too. I'm, uh, you know, I'll go see no, it. Okay. Yo, you watch it? it? I'll see. I'll Brie watch Larson. it. She's, watch she's it. Good you, go, you go to the cinema of Roy and watch it? We're going to go to Nando's. We're going to go and get some sugar. We're going to get some sugar. Get some ice blasts. Yeah. Watch a I'll movie. I'll that. You'll have your water and your quinoa. Do you get the ice blast? <laughs> Just munching on quinoa. Do you bring your quinoa into the cinema? Because I feel like that's something quinoa. you would actually do. Quinoa. Quinoa? I don't know how quinoa? It's quinoa. No, I buy my pocket, what are they, mini Reese's pieces. That's what I get too. That's fucking banging. And... Love a water bit. or a Pepsi Max. What are your sweets of choice, Cam? Sugar. Literally the pick and mix. He pick goes and to the pick and mix stuff. and gets all the ones covered what, in what, sugar. What's your favorite penny chew? Yeah, I don't think I've had a penny chew since. Well, not the penny chew, but like if you're going to the pick and mix, what's your favorite sweets from the pick and mix? You know they we smiley faces that are all the different colors. Yes. The, yeah. the red That's ones your favorite. The they're ones. super yes. chewy. Really? So Do you get the sour yeah, they get stuck in your teeth and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that get stuck in your teeth. It's like the strawberries. I hate them, but they no. taste the strawberries so good. are also incredible. They're really good. Please stop it. Big fan of the fizzy cherry cola balls. Yes. <laughs> so is Cam. Yeah. No, they are 100% my favorite. I'm, I'm a big fan of the strawberries, although I don't like how they get stuck in your teeth. And I'm a big fan of the bubblegum cola balls as well. 
No, 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 no. Cherry Cola Balls of Flynn. Anyway, moving on. Second trailer this week, the Avengers Endgame trailer. Endgame, which apparently was called by Tim Gates when he first saw he did, yeah, he the trailer. Re- he, uh, he was well. like, it'll probably, it won't be called Annihilation. It won't be called Infinity War Part 2. It will be called Endgame. Mm. And Maybe that was like eight months ago. they're going to finish it. Well, no, end- it just means that they're going to kill a lot of people off. Endgame was threaded in two of the movies. Apparently, Tony Doctor St- Strange says it. Well, Tony Stark also says it in Age of Ultron. So when they're fighting Ultron and they ask Tony, well, what, what was the point of making an AI that's going to kill you, X, Y, and Z? Tony points up to the sky and he goes, up there, that's the end game. Uh, blah, 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 because he's like suffering PTSD from when he almost fell through space. Yeah. And then, yeah, Doctor Strange says it in Infinity War when he tells Tony before Thanos starts fighting the one now Titan. Now we're in the end game. Now we're in the end game. So oh, damn. It was threaded in there. It was. They it told was. us. And now we got it. Bloody Russo, bro. Final chapter. Yeah, you're right. This is going to round off phase four. Yeah. Uh, the trailer was cool. I enjoyed trailer was it. really cool. Gave zero away. A lot less Thor than well, Infinity War, which oh, gives me an yeah. idea that maybe he's not as, in it as much. He because was, he had a big role in Infinity He had a big role in the first one, and that was class. And he it was. was. Thor was the best. Um, a lot of Tony Stark stuck in space. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors of uh, Pepper Potts being in a Iron Man suit in the oh, comic seen, books. She rocked an Iron Man suit known as Rescue. I've seen concept art for that. And yeah. it does nothing other than flies, flies yeah. and helps rescue people. Cool. And he says in his message to his little helmet, he says rescue a lot. So Does he? Yeah. Ah, I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. He looks uh, malnourished. Yep. And looks stuck. In, I in, think he's in the Milano. He's in the Milano, yeah. You see the outline of it. Uh, the Scottish actress. What's her name? Well, yeah, rumored that Karen Gillan, who plays... Nebula. The Blue Nebula. Nebula. Thanks, oh, well Cam. Done, well, Cam. Done. Cam. well done. <laughs> Knowledge. From some of the we cut I scenes. think they're in the same She's because Yeah, ship. she's still... Although it looks like he might be on his own. Was she on Titan during the fight with Yeah, Thanos? it was him and, him and Nebula were the last ones the last there. last one's alive. Right, cool. Yeah, well, then they must be together because you see her pop up. Yeah. And you see her pop she's up on a next to the ladder in the Milano. So yeah. she must be there with Tony Stark, who's not on his own, yeah. at least. Uh, oh, thank God. His suit's fucked. Yeah, it, it's, it must be the... It's a nano suit. Nano suit, yeah. Brown, yeah. That uh, got severely fucked up. Then we, get, then we get a flash forward to Cap and uh, ScarJo. Yeah, he shaved his beard off. What an idiot. Yeah, what well, funny. He looks like a 12-year-old boy. He great with a beard. If you can grow a beard like that, don't ever not keep grow it, a beard like that. Keep it. God damn it, Captain America. Can you grow a beard, Cam? Um, not without looking terrible. Me too. As 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 you're a copper, are you allowed to have a beard? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Are you allowed to grow a beard, or do you have to go on holiday and come back with a beard? Yeah, I think the the rules used to be, you are not allowed to grow one. Yeah. yeah. But now, ugh, but now depends. it's like, meh. It's yeah, it's the hipster thing yes to do and, now. Yes no, it depends. It Loosened up a little bit, has it? Well, Cappy looks stupid now. Cappy looks silly. Uh, Scarjo still looked great though with Scar- the blonde hair. Scarjo, yeah, she looks so she's good. Yeah, she's my fave. Um, but they're uh, obviously. Have you seen yeah. the Calvin Klein advert she's in? No. The one from ages ago. It's no. So fucking. She's just in some she's tight just, jeans. Yeah, no, she's like wearing a dress. She comes out like some sort of masked ball and she walks down the stairs and some other Calvin Klein models across the street and then he smiles at her and then she smiles and it's awesome. You guys. You're breathing very heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I got the hot. I got the, yeah. <laughs> only, Greg, the was, only Greg was here to. I know, to mention that. on Jamie's the sexual. Kid Brothers unrepentant. Six. <laughs> Abner wasn't in on that there. That was all Jamie. Uh, I saw too much of Gregor today. He could have been on this podcast, but he had. Unfortunately, he had to go and be with his girlfriend. Yeah, they're going to see uh, the crimes of gay wizard Hitler tonight. Are they? Yep, that's what they're doing. Which we'll hopefully see soon. Uh, if so it's still in the cinema. Rest. So back to the adventure trailer. Um, 
we get a flash of Scott Lang at the end. Yeah. He's Surprising. There. He's there. He's For ready. everyone. He's ready to go. He's got his um, quantum leap jump thing in the van. In the van. And he's like, oh, hey, open the door. I'm here. You remember Cap's me? Cap's like, is this from, an old recording? Remember me from Germany? At Ant the airport? Ant-Man. I, I got real big. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. which is confusing for everyone because obviously he somehow got himself out of the quantum realm. Spoilers yeah. for Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you've not seen it yet, he somehow managed to get himself out of the quantum realm. Uh, but he's here and I love uh, Paul Rudd and it looks like he's the only one that's positive in this episode, in yeah. this uh, trailer. He brings the comic relief yeah. to a very, very sad movie, presumably. <laughs> Ant-Man's great. Like, if you've not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, you should go back and watch it because that's yeah, a, a fun little romp. It's a good heist movie and you will love Jeremy Pena. What's his name? No, it's not Jeremy Pena. Oh, Pena. 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 Oh, God. What's his Whatever name? Whatever his name is. Don't ask me. Don't look at the me. The Mexican I actor. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, he's funny. Anyway, it's a good movie. Looking forward to Avengers Endgame. Comes out April. April 2019. April. Yeah. So it's going to be like uh, like this year. We're going to have an Avengers and then a Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, segway and then. Speaking of Spider-Man. Story number three. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Now, that was not released to the public. However, they did scream it, scream it, stream it at the Brazil Comic Con last weekend. Yeah, apparently. So, uh, Which I've tried very hard to see, and yeah. they've done a very good job of they've not kept, having it they've leaked. They've kept that from the public. Did you watch Far From Home, Cam? Not Far From Home. Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. I did. You did, yeah? Did you like that one? It was fine. God. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic analysis. It's a good thing that we're time. not doing this episode on Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it, but it was just that. Fine. Right, you're okay. wrong. You're wrong because <laughs> okay. it was class. It was, it was no, absolutely it was class. Fine compared to the other ones. Best Spider-Man it, movie. It is ever. the best. I'm Spider-Man not movie. saying it wasn't the best Spider-Man movie. You're not but saying it was. When, you, when all you've got to contend with is Tobey Maguire walking down the street with a fringe, finger gunning <laughs> the females, <laughs> it's not hard to make a better movie. <laughs> well, they tried. They did an Andrew Garfield one, and that was also terrible. They were fine. Yeah, so Spider-Man fine. and Mysterio. In Far From Home, fight together as allies against Hydro Man. Yeah, I was surprised at this. The first trailer for Spider Man Far From Home. While the trailer wasn't released online following Sony's panel at Brazil Comic Con in Sao Paulo, a breakdown of what happens it has been released. I have it here if you want to hear it, Ronnie. Yeah, go for it. So Tom Holland's back. So is Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, he's not back. He's he's in it. In it. <laughs> he's playing Mysterio. Um, as fans have speculated for a wee while, um, they are they were not expected apparently to be a. Uh, Comic Con, but they appeared, and wow, we got a really cool trailer. So here's the breakdown of the trailer from Sony Marvel. The trailer begins with Peter Parker, Aunt May, and Happy Hogan, who is trying to flirt with Aunt May. Classic. Uh, Peter is going on a school trip, apparently, uh, to Europe with Michelle slash MJ and Ned, his best pal. And while packing his clothes, he leaves the Spider-Man suit at home on purpose. His objective is to go overseas and just take a brief rest from life as a superhero. The group goes to Venice, Italy sees the canals, and there is some sort of budding romance happening between Peter and Michelle. Soon after that, we see Peter in a hotel room with Ned when a mysterious person suddenly appears from uh, the shadows, shoots Ned with a tranquilizer. Dun, dun, dun. It's Nick Fury, who is calling on Spider-Man for a mission. Several new uniforms are presented uh, to Peter. uh, For example, the stealth suit, similar to the noir suit from the PS4 game. And And the comic book. And the comic book. (laughs) And the classic uniform with the spider webs underneath the arms. At the end of the trailer, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio makes his entrance to help Spider-Man against the new enemy, Hydro-Man, in a breathtaking sequence, apparently. Yes, it looks like Spider-Man and Mysterio are going to fight together in this movie. The sequence sees Hydro-Man emerge from the Venice waters 
and attacks the Italian city in a sequence full of explosions, screams, and chaos. Spider-Man starts to fight him, but gets a little tr- a little bit too much trouble, and that's when Mysterio appears to help him at the end of the trailer. It should also be noted, in the trailer at least, Mysterio wears his armor, but not distinct, not his distinctive fishbowl oh, look that we get yeah. from the comics yet. Yeah. He also appears to work in some capacity for Nick Fury. There was no mention of the events of Avengers Infinity War, but we can all assume that this probably happens after that film. Why? Because he's alive. So? Well, he died. It might, it might happen before. Spoiler for Infinity War. Tom Holland disappeared. Yeah, but it might have happened in between Far From Home and Infinity War. I don't think this is a prequel because there's a budding romance happening between MJ and Peter. So? There's no reason for you to, to assume that this is a sequel sure, from Infinity sure. War. But I reckon this is still a sequel. But guess what? Whenever we watch Endgame, Endgame's going to rewrite a lot of wrongs, isn't it? And this comes yeah. out after that. So I reckon it's a sequel. Okay. Fine. Cam, do you think that's fine? I'm. It's fine. <laughs> it's it'll fine. be what it'll be. I'm going to keep it up in the air and see what happens. You're not committing to that? No? No. Okay, fine. We'll see what happens. You're looking forward to Far From Home? I'm looking forward to seeing the trailer. Yeah, me it too. It sounds good. Kind of good. I we think get to see there's going to be a classic Hydro Man is the start baddie. Uh, they defeat him and then something happens. Mysterio turns into the real baddie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jay Gyllenhaal's a class actor as well. I can't see that. Yeah, he's good. He, he'll really he can go that. crazy if he wants to. You know, to. he was tipped to be um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and, yeah. to replace Tobey Maguire because Tobey Maguire asked for too much Hurt money. His back. Tobey Maguire asked for too much money yeah. after that After that performance. Absolutely. Oh, Tobey. In oh he's, wrong, uh, he's a fucking stupid boy. He, pff, wrong, absolutely <laughs> ruined it. If they had made uh, a fourth Spider-Man film with him, would you have gone to see it, Cam? Oh well, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have actually wait because, <laughs> because in the fourth film that they had penned, Mysterio was going to be the bad guy. Yeah, and they were going to the guy who's in. He plays a cameo in all of uh, Sam Raimi's films from the Evil Dead. What's his name? He is the announcer at the wrestling match in the was first he meant one. To play Mysterio. Yeah, so he's the announcer in the wrestling match in the first one. He is the guy that stops Peter from getting into MJ's show in the second one. Oh, right, okay. And he is yeah. the waiter in the third one where Peter's trying to propose to MJ. The French guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's in all of them. And he he's plays a great, that's and the he, best part yeah, of that. And he plays movie. different characters. <laughs> and the concept art for the fourth film that never got made, he was going to play Mysterio. Or Mysterio, sorry. Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. Very, Very cool. Clever. And we didn't get that. Very cool. So uh, the fourth one I've got here really briefly, it's not much, but apparently people have picked this trailer apart. The Game of Thrones se- uh, teaser trailer for the last season was released this oh, weekend. Really? And it's a cinematic, no, sorry, it's not a cinematic, it's a, what's it called? Uh, Montage. CG, it's a CG kind of generated trailer, like the opening credits are for Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of is a wide, you know the dragon table that Daenerys like plots her battles yeah. on from yeah. where Stannis Baratheon used to live. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a CG version of that table and it kind of floats across it. The camera floats across it with like different like pe- pieces from the board and then a huge wall of fucking ice hits a huge flaming wall right around where like uh, Fire versus ice. Winterfell is and yeah that kind of supposed to be able to put a song control. of fire and ice, you could say. You could say oh, have you damn. read the books? No, but I know that's what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. From Biggie George George R. R. Martin. I didn't know they were called that. I thought they were called Game of Thrones. Well, no, they're, they're, <laughs> like, no, no. So it's like The Lord of the Rings is called The Lord of the Rings, but it's also The Fellowship, The Two Towers. Yeah. So the whole arc is The Song of Ice and Fire. Ah, uh, okay. 
You don't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what it says. So yeah, uh, released the wee teaser. Wee teaser didn't didn't like give too much away, but people are speculating massively over it. Yeah, we'll see. When is it out? Next year? Yeah, next summer. Yeah, all they've missed a whole year, have they not? They have. All the episodes are feature length. Fuck. Really? I think there's only like six or seven episodes for the season as well. Like a two-hour episode. Well, like an hour and a half. All of them are going to be about an hour and a half. uh, I think the last one's two hours. Jesus. But we will see John and Daenerys shag a little. Before they didn't, before they didn't realize they were uh, no. related, their nephew and auntie or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not nice. They're not the same great. age. <laughs> kind. No, she's older <laughs> than she's John. Older than she'll him. have to be older than John. Yeah, it's very silly. Just they look the same age. I'm looking forward to it. I've missed my Game of Thrones. I have as well. Love. I remember we used to have uh, Monday night Game of Thrones night in the Game flat in Glasgow. Yeah, I'd eat chicken wings and watch them. It was good. It was a good time. Good times. Have you watched Game of Thrones, Cam? Three guesses. No. The answer is no. What the <laughs> fuck? Lord of the Rings is your favorite thing of all time, and you've not watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings with shagging. I watched the first season. It was Less Hobbit. Just like, yeah, it's fine. You're high. I wish. God, look at you. <laughs> you're deteriorating next to me. I'm kind of just. You ripped the bells life. off your shoes. Yeah, I did rip the bells off my slippers. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to sneak around at night while Rory was in bed. And all you could hear was <laughs> so angry. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'm a nice guy. You are a nice guy. So that's Game of Thrones. Um, that's all the new stories I put in. There's a couple more I want to talk about, but I can't be bothered. Um, cool. <laughs> is there anything else you want to add to that, Roar? No. I mean, the big news we have now is the main topic. The big which old I want to get right into. Our big topic this week, everybody, is the Game Awards and then our favorite games of 2018. So the annual Game Awards hosted in LA were last weekend, and uh, they are a big celebration summary of all the achievements in the game industry year on year. Uh, This year, there were a few very obvious and surprise winners. And I think for our big topic, we wanted to talk about those that won, those that missed, and then our favorite games of the year. Now, I want to comment on this because he plays way more games than all of us, I think. Well, Cam and I have played quite a lot of the same games that are featured in this. But every but time Cam, I'm here... Cam, the reason I wanted to get Cam in on this episode is because he has a lot of things to say about a lot of these games. So, Yeah. So off, off the back... Unlike Marvel, which I, he just says is fine, apparently. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to go through some of these, Cam. I've not got all the topics from the Game Awards, but I've got some of the ones that stood out for me that I think we should The ones about. that we probably care about. What do you... Do you know anything about the Game Awards yet? You don't know any of the... I know some of the, the more sort the of winners high profile and winners. Yeah. yeah. Do cool. you know? Okay, fine. Let's start off with the big one then. Big one. The game of the year. Do you know who won it? It was God of War. It was. Do, do you think you, that was deserved? Do you agree? Yes, it was. Absolutely fucking do as well. It absolutely was the better. It deserves to win. Yeah. Game of the year. I was tossed between God of War and Red Dead. Let's, Red before, Dead is amazing. Red Dead is amazing. Red let's Dead not, is amazing. But let's not get into why God of War won it yet too much because I want to get into that lower down because I've, I've written a whole spiel about why that is so good. Okay. So, deservedly won. It was up against Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Forget it. Celeste. Apparently, it was an incredible game though. It was, apparently. I'll maybe play it. Celeste. Celeste is Never meant to be really difficult. Spider-Man PS4. Great game. Very good game. Monster Hunter World. Never played it. Nope. Never played it. And your boy at Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead. Morgan. Hey, Mister. It's Madam Boy. Then, okay, after this, they've got a couple segments here that I don't quite understand. There is a category called Best Action Game, and then there's a category called Best Action Slash Adventure Game. 
Oh. They're two different categories. Is that like fight game? Fighting game? Action could mean like Tekken. I think action's like shooter. First person shooter. Stuff like that. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, the best action game. Do you know who won that one? Here are your categories. No, uh, no sorry. Here are your games. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Ugh. Dead Cells winner. Destiny 2. Far Cry 5. You just Mega Man 11. What did I say? You said Dead Cells winner. <laughs> Whoops. Shocker. Dead, Dead Cells, Cells won that one. Not a massive first person shooter, me. I don't, I'm not. No, I don't, I don't not call anymore. Them. I used to do a lot of Call of Duty and a lot of uh, Battlefield. They're, um, just, they're just the same. But then, yeah, game. it's the yeah, same every year. It is the same over and it's over again. Garbaggio. I love immersing myself in a world, Get in a sandbox. A story. I like a story. When you're a first-person shooter, and these games are made for on- online gamers, I just want to sit and fucking grind through through maps and camp and shoot folk okay. and then haul abuse at each other online. That's no fun for me. That's what Agreed. I'm finding right now, segueing, with a lot of Red Dead Online. It's a lot of grinding and a lot of just well, Red Dead's people been online. all the news this week about like the the economy and the and yeah, the news, it is, man. baby. Is it not fucking shit? Cam and I. Well, this is the thing. It's been really shit, but Rockstar released a tweet saying we thank you so much for playing the red dead beta for the first week that it's been out we appreciate all of your feedback and for a thank you if you have logged in this week we know that economy and all this has been really badly done because if you create a virtual economy people actually start using it and it becomes an economy Mm -hmm. and then you realize maybe things are too overpriced so guns are a lot less now uh clothes and stuff are a lot less but what they've done for those that have logged in this week, the first week that it released, they gave their players 15 gold bars, which... What? Gold bars. That was three. 15. That's like 500 quid a pop. Yeah. Is it? Don't make me do Fif- math. 15 gold bars. Really? And $250. Well, so are they trying to rewrite it? So is, does the economy still exist the way it does, but they're just going to give you a heads, uh, like a, a leg up? They've given they've given the those that have jumped in earlier a heads up. Right. Um, but also everything has gone down in price because guns were like $400 and it took... Months it, to get one. No, well, it took all the story missions that they had made so far, which I think is only about six, hmm. and probably all the side missions to just get the, around 400 for one gun. That's pathetic. But then if you go on YouTube, you find out that, oh, you can slaughter like livestock. Don't, and don't tell them about the... About the, the secret of the pigs. The secret of slaughter, the pigs. Slaughter the pigs, take their pelts, and sell them to the butcher, and you can make twenty dollars in like five minutes. Slaughter of the swine. Slaughter the oh, swine. Just run around the livestock because then you don't actually have to hunt. Okay, we'll get back to Red Dead in a minute. We will because uh, we've got stuff at the, at the end to talk about. Um, so that was the best action game, the best action slash adventure game. I imagine and this is what they mean by games that have a dedicated narrative, because in here you've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War. Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider are all very good games. Yeah. And I would all... You, you, you would... That works because war, yeah. they're all adventure games yeah. with action. Shadow of the Tomb Raider apparently has got a great story. I played the first reboot and... What was it? Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, I played, I played the first really two. That was really good. I thought they were quite good. Um, Again, Spider-Man... Lara really pissed me off. Marvel Spider-Man is an excellent story. A little self-contained good, Spider-Man. Good Spider-Man story. Made you feel really like... like well, I'll get more into it at the bottom because the three games I want yeah. to talk about at the end is God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead. But Spider-Man just 
when you feel like you are being that character, that superhero, you know a game has nailed it. Like akin to Batman Arkham Knight, uh, Arkham, the Arkham games, they're so good. Yeah. So yeah, God of War 1, best action adventure and the overall best game. Best role-playing game, you got Dragon Quest Eleven, Monster Hunter World, Noni Kuni, uh, Nino, Nino, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Pillars of Eternity 2. I thought Octopath might have scored this, but... Did you play it? I played it a wee bit. It's, it's a fun Switch, little it? uh, JRPG. It's on the Switch. Uh, I wasn't really into it. Um, I didn't realize... Because I'm quite... The only JRPG I'm used to is probably Pokemon. Mm. Um, and Pokemon, the only annoying part is when you're in Mount Moon or mm. wherever you are. Mount Moon, yeah. Uh, or in Tallgrass. That's yeah. when you get stopped. Right, okay. In this, you are stopped all the time. All the time. Um, and it's such a grind. My problem with the, with, I didn't, no, my I problem like with the description of a role-playing game now, an RPG, it feels like anything that has a dedicated action-adventure story, like God of War is a role-playing game. You're playing Kratos. Yeah. Uh, so is so is Red Dead. Like, it's a role-playing game. So I No, don't, but I'm, RPGs are slightly different than that, where you have well, to I gain know. levels. I know that. There's almost an element of, like, of like grinding Skyrim. with those. With, yeah, Skyrim is the ultimate RPG. Spent way too much time on that when I was younger. Nah, I wouldn't say way too much time. Oh, it's a good, that. good game. I mean, I love <laughs> to jump back and then keep fucking making daggers. So Being my smithing a ninja. goes up. up in there. Get your smithing. Try to do a Kimbo, <coughs> a Kimbo slice save. Remember Kimbo slice? No, no. The, uh, the guy, the, the like the homeless guy from America who got famous on YouTube. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he was just this big black guy with bald with a beard oh yeah. right you tried to make yeah, him crazy tried to make look him. at his eye do you have any idea how hard it is to survive without any armor on your top half <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just, just punching top. people <laughs> yeah he had to do it unarmed he's just padding about Skyrim with no top on yep oh man that's really difficult murder's gonna come straight for you really difficult one yeah. arrow straight through your face <laughs> a heart even difficult I love that game I mean that, that game that was great I'm looking forward to an El- a new Elder Scrolls game soon as long as they don't Make it the online one. Oh, no, the, the online what, was garbage. I know this is going segueing and all that kind of stuff, but should, how they must learn by now that that is garbage. Skyrim, still selling copies, still incredible. Everybody still loves it. They then brought out Morrowind, the online one, I think. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, yeah. gunk, was garbage, and honkerous. Yeah. Right? So there you go. That's, first of all, bang. Right, there's your evidence right there. But then Fallout did the same. Yeah, Fallout Three, seventy-six is getting Fallout uh, New Vegas, incredible. Fallout Four, Four. pretty pretty decent, pretty decent. I never actually finished it because we're not just a remake of Three. I don't have the time anymore, Mm -hmm. but still amazing. Then they decided, right, we'll make an MMO instead, and it's been getting absolutely slated and it's terrible. So I've heard this. Stop making online games. Who cares? People that play Fortnite, just go away. Forget it. Yeah, all that kind of press. Sorry, I'm going to go back to. That's fine. (laughs) No, I agree with you because uh, the 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 guys that made Fallout are so confused right now because Bethesda. they were on high, Bethesda. They were on high being like, we cannot make a bad game. And then they're just so confused as to what's happened. And so they've, online stuff, if you've seen online, it, if you've seen it and I've looked die. on YouTube, the online game it looks awful. They're making online games more and more now because it's an easier way for them to make money and make mistakes early on and then fix them later. So they can turn a game over quicker they put it online, knowing full well they can they can send out yeah. patches every second month. Yeah. That, but that's what I think that Red Dead has done well is they've called it their online beta, knowing that it's not a finished game. 
and, and that's still and claiming, bullshit. In my no, head. I know it's bullshit, Don't but they're claiming it's not ready their, for their fans to play it. They've now been given this feedback, so they now know what Rockstar have done it very cleverly. Listen, there are there Bethesda are, have done a really shit job. There are at least four games on this list that we should be talking about that are close enough ten out of ten games. There are there is no room for seven out of ten games anymore because some of the games coming out are so good that I'm going to compare everything to that. For example, last year, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn were 10 out of 10 games for me. Horizon Zero Dawn was great. Horizon Zero Dawn was snubbed at the awards last year, and it deserved way more recognition. Albeit, the game game that came out on top was Breath of the Wild, and I fucking loved that game. But What a game. Why play a 7 out of 10 game like uh, No Man's Sky or... Well, whatever. Like, well, I haven't got maybe time. Maybe that's for, what you're into. Well, no, I haven't got a time for like a half-arse attempt at a game that comes out halfway through that you patch it to make it better. When I could play Breath of the Wild, Horizon, which are perfect games from day one. Yeah. Anyway, ran over. On. <laughs> ran over. Uh, best ongoing game. So fucking. This is what I'm talking about. Like the online community games that keep updating themselves. My categories here. We had uh, Destiny Two. Where's that? Fortnite. You've missed like two sections. I'll come back Best to it. game direction. I'll come back to it. Uh, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. This is probably a, a good one to talk about because we just... Fortnite, hands just, down. Yeah, it was Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite won it because it's just made waves throughout the world. Have you ever played it? No. Yes. It's shit. It's so shit. It I looks, mean, it's like I've won it once, right? <laughs> I won the Battle Royale once. I, I got one kill. <laughs> I killed a guy who dropped this little power-up where you could be a bush. Right. So I turned myself into a bush and hid for the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just me and one boy left. And he had, he'd built his massive big fort, you know, like you've seen yeah. all the videos, and he built a massive big fort, and then he fell off it, and he died. <laughs> really? And I won. I don't that understand. That took 45 minutes. Oh, it was garbage. I mean, this is this is one of those examples of a game that, it's a little company that made it and they've just yeah. blown up and made millions overnight and folk are addicted. Like my, my managing director at work has two sons who I think they're like nine and 11 that age. And I was having beers with them about a month ago. Just so. nine and 11 year old kids. Yeah. It was, who, who, <laughs> beers no, no, no. But beer with my managing director. Right, okay. children. Good. And uh, we, were sitting, we were sitting having a couple of pints. And he was telling me about how like, oh, Jamie, have you played this game Fortnite? And I was like, no, but I know all about it. He was like, my sons are addicted. And like, I get like, updates on my phone so my credit cards are like sent to my phone like i've been getting updates from like my credit cards saying you've just purchased this why is it important i'm like what the fuck like how do they how does his kids know what his apparently that's about? not the only case folk are just like um south park made a comment about it on the most recent uh season where i think it is the red dead episode of the Fortnite episode where they need to download something oh no it's the halloween episode when they need to what episode was it <laughs> can't remember but they need to buy something online right and uh stan turns to cartman's like cartman can we use your mom's credit card this time and cartman goes oh no it's it's uh it's sandstone so they just like regurgitate all the credit card details because they've, re- they've revised it off by heart <laughs> that's how kids work nowadays that's everything's mental. immediately accessible online if you want it yeah that's a you bad culture crafty. yeah can you remember being art that age 11 years old playing games there was no such thing as online gaming. You couldn't get anything directly. Yeah. We were playing stuff like Zelda. Mario Kart. Simpsons Hit and Run. Tremendous game. Tremendous yes. game. I don't play... I mean, I get how online gaming is this huge culture and it, we maybe missed the boat a little bit, but I'm probably just being cynical. Maybe. 
Yes. No, I agree. I just, <laughs> I don't. Maybe it's just our personalities, but every single person I've spoke to that enjoys gaming has has had the same opinion in terms of like, it's it's like escapism, isn't it? You, That's you, exactly what I was going to use escapism. You you play your game and you forget about everything, and the game's just amazing. You love it, but like online gaming is just a bunch of horrible prepubescent kids that are just screaming down the yeah. microphone at each other. Forever virgins. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh, and there's no there's no story to it. It's no. just the same. And that's the thing with Fortnite. It's the same thing over and over, over again. Over and over again. Over and over and over again. Whereas so when I sat down to play God of War, which was, how long did that game last? Maybe 20 to 30 hours? God of War. Yeah. God of War. Oh, that was like man. 60 hours. That? 60 hour game. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a big I game. tried my hardest to keep that game going as long as possible yeah, because I wanted to be involved in the story. Every more. time a big battle happened, I thought, oh, crap, this is it. Leave it. Cause oh, I'll get, no. I'll get back to it because right now, the best game direction, so that award, um, you're. What does that mean? So, um, how. how okay. Yeah, it's directed. It's, it's directed. Yeah. So, how the game, the story flows. Um, the games in that were A Way Out, Detroit Becoming Human, God of War, Spider Man PS4. And Red Dead Redemption Two. A I way out. A way out. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. You play no, it? No no no. I did play it because me and Elliot were so excited for a way out because obviously we were in Two our co-op. couch co-op, yeah. co-op games and all that kind of stuff, and we're like, this is going to be. And the way they marketed this game was that it's going to be you and your pal, and you'll have to work out a way to escape prison. But each thing you do is going to affect the story, and each thing you do is going to affect this and affect that, and you're like, fucking, that sounds brilliant. Utter garbage. Just really? Not the case at all. The game wasn't bad. This went under my radar completely. The game wasn't bad. And see, considering it was actually made by this independent company, and it's like five to six guys who have done everything. Wow. Like voices, everything. Um, so considering it's that, it's not bad. And if they do release another one, when they've got more money, more staff, it'll be better. But it was very linear. The mm. whole chat about if you do this, it affects this. Rubbish. rubbish nonsense but having to work together and seeing different screens yeah from a direction point yeah of view. it was fine it was fine but again, yeah as a direction again, point it of view, was yeah. so it didn't really matter okay. if you didn't right. do this or you did do that well it didn't win god of war one obviously good because uh, well again we'll get to it i've got all these points written down because it's end. a single shot it's, yeah the whole game is short and one continuous like shot it's beautiful we'll get we'll get back to it best narrative so in that we had detroit becoming human God of War again, Life is Strange 2, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. The winner? Red Dead Red Redemption. Dead. Red Dead. Hands down, Best the winner narrative. of narration. And I will tell you why. Because I have never... Do you want to tell me why now, or do you want to wait until... I'll tell you why now, okay. and then we'll talk about it later. Okay. Cam and I, and he will agree with me when I say this, have never been so connected to a fictional character oh. before. To whatever... Arthur what happened, Morgan. Arthur Morgan's story is incredible. And to f- to feel sorry for him and hoping he does well. Can you bring it home at Christmas? And Yeah. Good. And then talking about it with Cam and then having to stop ourselves and being like, this man isn't real, but we're talking about him as if he was. Yeah. It's great narration. It was a very well-written story. Best score. You had Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead. Winner was Red Dead. Hells yeah. Best score. Score. That's yeah, so the best the music. Yeah, but that's not the score. That's like, that's just a song that's in it. Yeah, but the score in it, every... The cinematics, the, the, the score. The music in every mission that you had the orchestra. was always different. Every town had a different score to it. I'll Did you not to, notice I'll that? I'll have to notice. I'll have to. Play through it again. Yeah, yeah Red Dead, 
won that one. Best performance. So you had Brian Deckard as Connor from Detroit becoming human. You had Christopher Judge as Kratos. You had Melisanthi Mua as Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And you had Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker from Marvel Spider-Man. And finally, Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan. Who won that one, guys? Roger Clark. Arthur Morgan. Arthur, Arthur Morgan. Morgan. Red Dead cleaning up. He did a fantastic job of being Arthur Morgan. I think this goes if along you with you do the, say so yourself. As if I do say so myself. It goes along with the narration, you know? The story wouldn't be as good if the actors weren't that great. Well, those are... And he shows a lot of emotion. Those are the categories I picked out from... There are, there's about 20 or 30 categories, but I'm not going to go through them all. Um, but the current theme there was God of War and Red Dead really cleaned up. Yeah, they did. Spider-Man was snubbed a, a couple of times. I love that game. Spider-Man is like the last year's... Uh, Horizon Zero Horizon, Dawn. yeah. Which was good game, but have you played yeah. Horizon? Yes, so good. I mean, so I did love the Spider-Man game. It was really, really good, but nothing in comparison to the other two. No, the other two are leaps, yeah, leaps Spider-Man and was just good. Red Dead took has still taken over my life. Red Dead, you're still playing it? Yeah, online. Yep. Yeah, right. Let's talk about some of those games in more depth because they deserve their their time in the spotlight. God of War. You, we've all played God of War, haven't we? Correct. Yes. Right, I've got five points here I want to go through about what makes this game the best game of the year. And it deserves that spot, I think. 2018. First of all, it's incredibly fun to play. Whether Kratos is taking uh, on groups of enemies, toppling massive mythological creatures, or solving puzzles, or just exploring, the simple act of playing God of War is a delight. Best of all, God of War has that just one more quality sharing of the best kind of games. Um, Maybe that's just one more fight, or just one more objective that you want to complete. I found myself constantly playing God of War past when I'd wanted to stop, and it just made me feel like I wanted to play Breath of the Wild all over again. It you was said like, this? Did you say this? Yeah, this is my notes. All right, okay. So, like, I, whenever I sat down to play it, I would all go, all right, one more fight, or one more little kind of door to open and see what's behind that. And I would not stop. Like, there were times where it's rarely, it's rare now, I, I'm awake at half past two in the morning when I got work the next day and I'm still playing games. Yeah. I try and really kind of go to bed at midnight. But no, God of War was pushing me over. I. I felt similar. Cam was probably very similar to you. I I enjoyed the story more than I enjoyed wandering around the area. You know, because I felt like, yeah, the direction was great and it was one continuous shot and it felt like... But I only felt that way when you were doing the story. Mm. Whenever I was back, it just felt like a main hub. Like, where do you want to go now? Select your little location where you want to travel to. I didn't like that. Uh, and that's why I never really traveled anywhere else other than where the story told me to. Oh, no, I see. I try my Whereas hardest. That's my comparison to Red Dead, which is this open world map of Wyoming, Colorado, you know? See, if you played God of War, like we were talking about, and you go and find the little bits yeah. and do all the Valkyrie stuff and do all that, I think you'd enjoy that a wee bit more. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I did all the gnome, what are they called? Dwarf missions. Dwarf, yeah, but they're like... They're almost force-fed down you because, like, the minute you stop playing the main story, they're there to go and yeah. uh, to go and do their missions. What you need to do is like go off the beaten track, go off piece. Yeah, but at the same time, thing. I didn't. I w- yeah, it just didn't do it for me. Um, a great, great game and a really good story, but what gave it away? I mean, playing playing it made me feel like playing Breath of the Wild again. It was like playing a. This is PS4 Zelda for me. Oh really? Yeah, that's how it felt like. Zelda is my favorite franchise of all time when it comes to video games. Breath of the Wild is up there as one of my favorite games of all time now, second to Ocarina. And this was, I feel like, PlayStation 4's endeavor to be 
as story driven as Zelda could be. I loved it. And like Zelda's Breath of the Wild was, it was one of those games where I would spend so much time not doing the main story. Yeah. There was so much to do. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And um, my second point here was there is mystery and adventure around every corner. So in the world of God of War, the mytholo- uh, mythological Norse realm of Midgard is rife with mystery. While exploring the vast expanse of Midgard, you're extremely likely to stumble upon one of the dozens of mysteries hiding around every corner. You might find a hulking dragon being held captive or a massive abandoned fortress full of treasures and traps. But most likely, uh, you'll find hours of your time being filled with entirely optional yet fulfilling exploration. For instance, what's through this optional realm called Niflheim? Did you ever go to Niflheim? Was it horrible, in the story? Horrible realm. I hope Niflheim is like, it's just one massive labyrinth. Oh, I saw Cam do it. It looked awful. Went and destroyed the Valkyrie in there, though. Yeah, absolutely there's a Valkyrie in there you got to get. In there. Just went in with a size 11 Nikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flying in that. Fun story. I took a whole morning off work. So I shout out to James Kemp, my pal James Kemp, if he's uh, listening to this podcast. Um, or your work colleagues. <laughs> or my work colleagues. Um, James was having a birthday party up in, where was it? Like some, like in the Cairngorm somewhere up in the, in the North Highlands. And uh, we were all going to drive up in convoy. Uh, to this like little cabin that we rented up in the north of Scotland. Um, so I took the day off work, uh, knowing full well that the convoy wasn't leaving till like two in the afternoon. So I had all morning to play God of War that morning. Nice. And I just grinded through this thing in Niflheim. And like to the point where I had to call James going, oh, I've got someone around to come to fix the boiler. I can't, can't, can't wait. Can you wait for me for another hour? I played fucking Niflheim. <laughs> I played Niflheim the entire time. That's amazing. You're and, a yeah, horrible you, friend. But once you get through it, once you get through it, you get the best armor in the game. And then, like, you rarely like, die after that. does it look good? Mm. No, 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 no. Yes, no, it's no, the no, best, no, no. it is the best armor in the game. You get New Game Plus and then defeat the Valkyries. Then you get the best Oh, that's true. Cam gave me a message the other day saying, look at these stats. And his Kratos armor stats were past where the bar goes. Seriously? Like you're, you can max out at 300 and my, my was strength like was seven. like 480. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. It was class. Yeah, strength 480. <laughs> it, was, it was nonsense. It was just, you were like, oh, was what, what were your uh, axe moves that you saved? The specials? Uh, I can't remember, but they were amazing. Oh man, I fucking love that game. Yeah. Right, my third point. The main characters are amazing, as is their banter. Video game characters atte- uh, attempting sincerity lends, oh, what am I putting here? Blah, 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 blah. So when it, when, when it comes to making good characters make sense and be sincere, it's pretty difficult. Uh, when it comes to writing those kind of characters, but most games make an attempt and kind of fail. There are exceptions, of course, Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us, who played The Last of Us. Yes. They're really good characters. It's a terrifying game. God of War's characters are up there with, with Joel and Ellie for me, Kratos and Atreus. The game's main characters, Kratos and Atreus, are entirely believable as father and son duo. As the duo grieve the death of their family matriarch, Kratos' wife slash Atreus' mother, they have to reckon with each other, um, Kratos, as he... He's known to be as a relentless, uh, bitter man. He hates the gods, expects nothing from life, and is always serious. He offers life lessons like, if you never expect anything, you'll never be disappointed. And this is met Good life lesson. <laughs> a life lesson I like to live by. But that's met with Atreus's, like, infectious positivity throughout all of it. Uh, infectious wouldn't be the correct I word. would disagree. Annoying, I hated Atreus. Annoying and... Almost getting chucked into the the big sea. I was gonna. But I tried to kill Atreus so many times. With, with every time Atreus was angry, you had Kratos to put him in his place. 
and he did. I never got bored of the game because Kratos because Atreus was being annoying because Kratos. I mean, no, said, it, didn't, it didn't. It didn't bore me from the game. It it just got to the point where, at the start, yeah, it was like, why is it? Why is Kratos being such a dick to his son? Like he keeps calling him boy, and he never really talks to him. Boy. But then, the longer you play the game, you realize, oh shit, something's happened, and he's mourning. The, the characterization in that game, was yeah, incredible. for someone who's never played the background of it, before, yeah, you didn't need to play one. You too didn't often. need to know the background story. I have played those. They are nowhere near as good as that. Yeah, and then there's hack and slash, that one point when uh, spoilers. Will we do spoilers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. We'll get to it. We'll go to the end and get to it. No, no, it's not the the spoiler. But when uh, Atreus finds out that he is his dad is a god, so that Atreus must be oh, a god. Right. Okay, yeah. He turns into the biggest dick ever. Yeah, and that was my least favorite part of that game. He's got it a good redemption really towards the end. He does. He does come back round. He yeah, does he come does back come back round after you give him a. Good smacking in the face. And the part of the end where you're you're fighting who's the big bad in that game? He's he's Baldur. Baldur. Well you're fighting Baldur at the end and you're doing a double team. Is he on Scottish it. as well? No, they're all North Scots, they're from Scots. Norway. Yeah, I know, but was he not voiced by a Scotsman as well? Oh as yeah, he, the yeah, guy he, on your he belt. Had a Scottish accent. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. Another thing I loved about this game, all the Norse gods were Scottish, apparently. Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. But uh, yeah, that Classic. that final fight where you're fighting him and you're doing the double team with Atreus and everything like sinks perfectly is so satisfying. Um, my fourth point, the entire game takes place in one single shot, which gives the game a very steady forward, forward moving rhythm. So from the moment you click new game from the main menu in God of War, you're looking through the lens of the same camera that you'll see before the game credit roll 50 or 60 hours after. Um, after the, you click new game, it zooms in, into uh, a tree and you see uh, Kratos cutting it down. From then on, it is one continuous shot. It never breaks. <sighs> I somewhat disagree. Where if you ever wanted to fast travel, that's the only time I saw loading screens. Yeah, but and it wasn't a loading screen. You didn't have to. And again, like they, they do but, clever things where yeah. you know the game is loading when you're in the Bifrost and you want to go from realm to realm and it takes fucking ages for the door to open or like the Bifrost yeah. to go through, then you know the game is loading. But you never feel like it because you still have action across the camera. It's little details like that that make this the best game of the year. I hate loading screens. It's what makes Skyrim so fucking unbearable. <laughs> well, that was screens. really bad, yeah. Especially if you had it on PS3. Oh. Honkers. And so, um, I mean, Red Dead didn't do it as well, but their loading screens were really nice because they used cinematic yeah. shots of deer and the deer. wilderness in the wild, wild west. And I've, uh it was good. And it kind of made loading go faster because it was also showing you that mm-hmm. time passing, mm-hmm. like it had been months later from the last chapter that you've just done. My final point here is the story is just truly epic. Correct. Uh, and in the yes. literal sense of that word, for example, like the oral history of Lol. my experiences with God of War sounds like a frantic mashup of the Odyssey and Game of Thrones mixed together. Uh, it is a genuinely epic journey in the most literal sense. Um, uh, along the journey to spread the ashes of Kratos' dead wife, he and Atreus encounter everything from imprisoned dragons to massive snake-like gods. Uh, for much of the game, one major character is beheaded for much of the game, one major character is a beheaded god that's literally attached to the waist of Kratos. It's Mimir. Exact, Mimir. 
It's exactly the kind of grim humor from George R.R. R. Martin would, would appreciate. Mimir is the best side character any, in any game I played in years. Mimir is excellent. Yeah, he's good. I, he, I've heard a lot of people wanting to stay in the boat when he's talking about stories, but I didn't have any time for that. Oh, no, I did. Like There were times <laughs> where I would almost beach the boat to go off and do my own thing, but Mimir was halfway through a story, and I want to know the end of that story. <laughs> it, he, it's it's carry on with this one later. Yeah, that, I heard that a lot. And we'll continue this later. He's a wee shagger as well. He used to shag the Valkyrie and stuff. Class. Class. I tell you who fucked the Valkyrie at the end. Me. How did you get through that? With the long, hard I'm, I'm at the, the end. Long. I've got, I've got oh, the big bad Valkyrie to kill, and I've not got through it, man. It was so straight. It must have taken me Let 20, me tell you this. 20, 22 it was the, I'm so happy that I lived here when that happened. <laughs> right. There was lots it of shouting. It, it was, was the best day. I was, I was in bed. I had to get up early for work. Cam had the day off, so he was spending all night trying to kill this fucking Valkyrie. And then just hearing, Fuck! What the fuck? <laughs> you couldn't do that! But she couldn't fucking do that! Oh, there yeah. was a move, Ooh. apparently, that you can't even block. You, can't, you couldn't fucking block yeah, it! I know you, exactly couldn't, you couldn't block it and or dodge it, so you just had to have enough health. Yeah. And 20, or be, or be good enough. How long did that take you? <laughs> Piece of shit. How, How long did that take you? you killed? How long did it take you? Uh, killed one. The, the last, the last boss, the Queen of the Valkyries, took me probably between fifteen and twenty attempts. It was a long. Yeah, it's, it was I can believe that. It's it's brutal. And what yeah. do you get from it? The armor you the get. The armor, yeah, is tasty. Is it? Yes. Did you use it? You get two kinds of armor actually, which is pretty cool. You get the arm, the armor of Zeus, um, which doubles your attack is pretty much one hit kill mm-hmm. but then anything that hits you is pretty much one hit oh, kill wow. and then the Valkyrie armor awful. as well which is just amazing class I mean the way that class the way the story ends we're going to get a God of War 5 and they'll con- fucking better and they'll continue that story and they'll probably continue it in the same vein was this called God of War 4? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just called God of War I said I think it was just called God of War yeah it's God of War 4 though Maybe it's just a reboot because it's not about the Roman gods now. It's about yeah, but there is back story. Either way, either way. I just hope when they do make the next one that if you do, because you'll inevitably have to play as Atreus. Yeah, I hope they make him cooler than he than he was. Yeah, less yeah. less annoying. Shall we shall we reveal the the twist at the end? Because I'm not going to reveal the twist, but the relationship between Atreus and Daddy God Kratos, Kratos at the end almost implies that there's much more to tell for that story oncoming. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot revealed at the very end. It's like, Let's oh, not reveal okay. it. Because if people it. are thinking about playing it, then hopefully this but is... what a surprise. Thing. I did not see that coming either. Yeah. That's awesome. No, yeah, it was good. 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 Thoroughly deserved the best game of the year. Is it, uh, your, be- is it yeah. your favorite game of the year? Yeah, I mean, we haven't touched on like the gameplay or anything like that, but the gameplay and... The, the, combat. the combat. Brilliant. Is just... The axe throwing and retrie- retrieving was flawless. It's the... There's the Thor effect. You know when yeah. you watch Marvel and you see Thor throw the hammer and it, he calls it back and it slams yeah. into his hand. That is so satisfying the first time you do it. It's still satisfying the 100th time you do it. It's when, when you start right. getting used to all the controls and you don't have to think about what you're doing anymore. You just go, oh, I need to do... Yeah. And it's like, yes, I have all the power of it's a god. It's so cool. So good. That axe is excellent. Yeah, sweet. You prefer the Lothithan axe to the blades? Yeah. You do, yeah? Uh... Yeah, I kind of used them both when I got the blades. I kind of found a way to do just dual weapons. Yeah, the blades are just a big thing in the, uh, in the, the originals, games. apparently, yeah. yeah. 
but no, the axe is great. So that's God of War. I think thoroughly deserved best game of the year. We've got two more games we want to talk about. Do you want to talk about Red Dead first? Yep. Talk I'll talk about Red, Red Dead. Dead and we'll say immediately that this is my game of the year. Oh, you think this is better than God of War? Yeah, only because I have I, I had a bigger connection to this game than I did with God of War. God of War, I thought, was a great game, but I only really enjoyed the story. Whenever I went off to do side quests or see what's over here, see what's over there, I got bored and went, nah, I'll do the story. The story's a lot more intriguing for me. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead, mm -hmm. and this is where it's different, it's similar but different in that it's the same way that I loved Breath of the Wild is why I love Red Dead because it's this open map that you can go anywhere you want. You don't have to go into a main hub and choose which realm to go into. You know, oh, I need to go to Saint Denis. I'm going to ride to Saint Denis. Or if I can't be bothered riding, I'm going to get the train or the stagecoach. Sure. But giving you that freedom to just go wherever you want. And I wanted to explore the West and I wanted to see what was happening maybe in the snowy mountains. I couldn't wait to finish the game and see what was in Mexico. Spoiler alert, it was pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, Nothing's I mean, happening in Mexico. <laughs> that, that's, that's how I felt with Breath of the Wild and Horizon last year. It was awesome. And those open sandboxes that give yeah. you the complete opportunity and that was, to go into whatever you want. That was out of the story. Like I was happy enough to not do the story and find strangers that give you really detailed side quests that have nothing to do with the story, but for some reason things that you talk about in those side quests mention things that you've done in the story at some point. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. A lot of this game has so much detail in it that I loved. And only until a certain point in chapter six, which is the last chapter in the game, do you actually go, fuck the side missions. I need to finish this now because of what's happening. And I was happy with that. Do you agree, Cam? Yeah. No, I, I've not played Red Dead. between... It's I mean, so good. Red Dead is more of an RPG mm. because of the open world and you can go away and work on... I mean, it's a little different. The only thing you really level up is your level up health, kind of stamina, yeah. and dead eye. Um, so is there an element of grinding to it? Not really, because no. you don't really feel like you no, need you to don't. build it up. Like, if you, sh if you go hunting, yeah, the more you use your weapons, the more your health will go up. Sure. The more you run and not use your horse, the more your stamina That's will it. go up. You just you just need to be better yeah. at headshots. Yeah. Which I'm class at. <laughs> he is. It's ridiculous. Good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a man who says he doesn't play shooters. <laughs> well, again, like it's is shooting in this game like shooting in uh, GTA because I find that very yeah, easy. It's got it's got the it's got the initial automatic aim. Yeah. But if at any point you move the right stick, it doesn't automatic aim and you're back into manual aim. Right. Okay. So if you want to try and headshot people, L2, slightly go down on the joystick, it goes up. Oh, do you, not invert, do you invert it? Uh, is it up or down? I thought it was I down. Is it up? Yeah, yeah. I hate inverted uh, controls. So do. Um, all right, I, I want to play it. I mean, you, got, you guys I talk so much about it, and your Arthur Morgan impressions are oh. so on point that I want to play this over my Christmas. Favorite, my favorite video game character ever i think i can't yeah. think of anyone really? else I think that that's one thing I, I i was much more connected to arthur morgan cam went was. back after completing the game instead of roaming around after finishing the game he logged back into a saved file in chapter three just to run around playing as arthur just to play as arthur. why because you can't play as arthur at the end 
We won't, no. won't tell you that. It's not right. That's well, not sounds right. like that's what you're saying. That's not what I'm or about. is just it an older Arthur who's just not that great because you're quite sad that you know he just can't mm, do what okay. he wants to do. So yeah. So young Arthur who so Cam made him look like uh, Brett Michaels. He looks like, <laughs> a fucking, he looks like a fucking eighties rock star. <laughs> and I've got a wee photo of him holding a cigarette and this, so this little sweet. smile he's got, and it's like Sad he could absolutely be the front man for an eighties here. <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got fl- uh, boot cut jeans. He's got a black open collared shirt with red leather uh, waistcoat, rolled up (laughs) sleeves, a long haired mullet slicked back (laughs) and the cleanest shaven cowboy you'll ever see. He looks like a bad ass. How long did did the the campaign take? About 60 hours. So many hours. Three to four weeks. Of of continuous like weekend gaming. It's being criticized that the beginning is very slow. Yes. The beginning is slow. Is it? Yeah. But when it kicks in, the beginning's slow because it's it's your classic follow this guy. But you know, we have to teach you the basics of the game, but slowly. But then we also don't want you to feel like you're learning the basics of the game and it's just in the story. Yeah. I will agree the first hour to five hours is very slow. Right. Okay. The first five it feels slow. But then as soon as they, you finish like your first mission in Valentine and then you're open to do whatever. When we go home for Christmas, I'm going to write off a whole day to get through that beginning bit, that whole slog. And do it. I, I just need the game off you because I'm going to bring my PlayStation over because I really want to play this. I want to have this conversation yeah. and feel like I can contribute because... I have to use a whole day to install the game. Yeah, this is true, especially on my mum and dad's Wi-Fi. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Anything more to add, Rory, on uh, RDR2? Um... No, just uh, very impressed with, I've written down its real life capabilities, mm-hmm. the the weather, the the way that you can die, the way that you can't oh, do things. It looks beautiful, with, but like, don't worry, the game looks beautiful, mud, but so, snow. Does, so does God of War. And this is what I mean, there's no room for 7 out of 10s now. Yeah. These are 10 out of 10 games. It's mental. And the way that... The thing that annoyed me a little bit... This was, was because you were... All oh, right, okay, I thought you were going to mention something else. <laughs> if you're hunting, like if you're hunting a deer, you don't headshot it. Do you not? No, you want to no, you want to hit organs, for the so you go for the heart. jugular. Surely, if you hit it in the head, it's still going to die. No, not just maybe quit. not. Maybe it'll just go through the snout, and you've just shot an animal's nose off, and it's running around with no nose. So why did that annoy you? Well, if you think because about it, if your if your dead eye was good enough, it shows you the chest area is a weak point, the head and the neck. So you could choose to kill a deer different yeah, ways. Yeah, but to get the perfect pelt, you had the headshot. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, there you go. I only went for the legendary animals, which you don't need to use. Splash it doesn't matter. 20, you just blast all your face. shotgun pelts into it and it'll die <laughs> and you'll still get a perfect pelt. <laughs> I really That's want to play games now. But I thought you were going to mention, this is how real it is. You might do one little illegal thing in a town and then someone will see it and then run away to the sheriff because he's a And little... then you're like, do you have a bounty there? Yeah, you've got a bounty there. And then Cam was like, this was like the start of the game. Cam finally did, got into Valentine. Accidentally killed a dog or something? No, no, fuck. I would not do that. I would have fucking. No, you like ran over it with your horse, did you not? No, I was I was going through town a little fast, and some (laughs) dickhead wasn't looking both ways before he crossed the mud street, and he ran into my horse, which subsequently plowed him into the ground. (laughs) He took um he took umbrage with this and and got up and ran off to the sheriff. So I had to kill him. Somebody (laughs) saw that, so I had to kill them. People saw murder. And it just spiraled until I burned so down the whole Cam, thing. Cam <laughs> ran away to the point that the law weren't looking for you anymore. Uh-huh. There's a little bar that tells you. And was like, the cool. very Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, also very GTA, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
And he was like, cool, I'll go back to Valentine and do the mission. Or maybe I want to go to the barber and get my hair cut. Oh, yeah. And then he (laughs) rides back into Valentine. You can't do anything in Valentine right now as you are still a suspect. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't let me get my hair cut just because I'd murdered three or four folk. How do you get rid of a bounty? Uh, Basically, basically you just have to, you can pay it off at the mail post office. Post office, office, yeah. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> or, or you stay away from that town for a while, and yeah. it'll slowly go down. Uh, you'll eventually be allowed to go back into that town and do stuff, but still have a bounty on your head. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I love it. Uh, what else have I written? Uh, yeah, stuff about the beta. Really, really good. It's got a lot of good potential uh, because it's the birth child of GTA 5 Online. Which was Which is phenomenal. still incredible. They're still, still churning out free DLC for it. It's mental. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is you can that's the playground where you can do anything. Well that game changed changed the game completely. Yeah. It changed the whole idea of what online gaming could be and should be. Whereas this, I, I hope they stick to one little thing. First of all, their missions need to pay more because and we've talked about this already. Yeah. The economy in the game was just ridiculous. They've tried to ah, fix you, it. You spend 45 minutes doing a mission, you get $3.77. Yeah. Or kill a bunch of pigs, you get $20 yeah. for five minutes. That's, that that's doesn't make any sense. Yes. Today ain't your day, pigs. So Red Dead <laughs> anyway, is your favorite? Uh, your favorite Red Dead is my favorite game of the year. It's better than... The narrative game of the year, character of the year. I 100% agree with everything that they've won other than game of the year. Okay. Okay. It's the third game I want, to, <laughs> I want to talk about to round out the evening, Spider-Man PS4, which what a game. was class. We've all played we've all played Spider-Man. You all finished it? Yes. I think Cam so famously, Cam famously. and I spoke about buying Spider-Man, and when I got home, I had it in my hand, thinking Cam's gonna fucking love this. I've got Spider-Man. Walks into the living room. Cam's already playing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beat you to it, boy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> This game was great. I mean, I love superhero games and I love superheroes as they, as they stand. Like, I'm, I love the Marvel movies. I'm Batman's biggest fan. Yeah. That rhymed. But uh, I think it, and it famously, we're still using the famously. Famously. Famously, it has been very difficult to make a good superhero video game. I yes. think before the Arkham series, which is phenomenal, with the exception of um, Origins. Uh, the only good super super uh, superhero game that came out was Spider Man Two, amazing, which was Ace. Yeah. That was a great game, but it was very much limited to the powers Michael of the PS Two. And the graphics you look back do not hold up. Do they not? No, they do not hold up. <laughs> the swinging system from PS Two is still amazing. The physics works great, and I feel like what they did with this new one. He, here's what I'll compare it to: when I play Batman Arkham series, yeah. Arkham Knight. Uh, Arkham, Arkham City, Origins, Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. You feel like Batman. Arkham like you City. feel like Batman. Like when I'm playing it, like I'm um, I'm sitting there on the couch and it's it's I've got the lights out and it's just the TV, the light coming from the TV, and yeah. like under your breath while you're playing it, you're like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And I love that. And Batman's still my favorite favorite superhero. Spider Man made me feel the same way when I was totally. playing it. Yeah, and I prefer I I feel the same way about Spider Man than you probably do about Batman. I loved I loved the Arkham games, but yeah. with this game, I was just like, "Fucking right!" Hats I'm off. just gonna swing around. Hats New York. off to Insomniac Games. They what? do for Spider-Man what Rockstar did for Batman. They've done really well. Um, again, uh, another point that was really good about this: it has a very unique story, um, akin to the Batman yeah. games. It doesn't. It does that thing where you know what I really hate. 
super superhero games that are just spin-offs of the film that came before it. Yeah, fuck that. Make your own unique story. Yeah. The Arkham games are brilliant and they didn't they weren't bound by any movie or any comic book. Yeah. They took things that were great from all the genres and put it into one game. Spider-Man's done the same thing. It's taking characters, it's taking story He's, arcs. Their their biggest thing was it's 13 years of being Spider-Man or something? No, 8, I think it's 8 years. He's 23. Is he? Again, yeah. Right. But he's been Spider-Man for a while rather than every other game is sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm right. learning to be Spider-Man. You know, he there's a lot of talk about what he's been up to and there are mentions of bad guys that you know about that he, you know, if you go and collect the, the rucksacks and stuff, and he's like, oh, that time that I fought Shocker and needed to web my suit up with some anti-shock yeah, yeah. stuff. The swing in his ace, like uh, you, you can spend so much time not doing the story and just swing around New York, and New York's totally beautiful. And it, again, this is another ten out of ten game for me. It looks brilliant, and it really it was it wasn't very buggy at all. I think I had one 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 time. I had one I time where they it. went into the T shape. <laughs> what was I that? I love that bug. That's so shit. What bug? The T shape. So your character goes into like the Jesus on the cross shape because that's their default character for the. Coding. Loads of, I remember playing Uncharted. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that. And playing, they just float yeah. like a ghost it's along so, the ground. That's yeah. weird. I was playing Uncharted, I think it was two or three. And there's a scene also two very good games. Yeah. yeah. And you're chasing the bad guy across the rooftops. And his character was still moving, but my guy had gone into the T-shirt. <laughs> it was the most ominous thing I've ever seen. This guy is running for his fucking life. Explosions, buildings collapsing. And behind is just this T-shaped Corey. Oh, just floating behind him with like a dark cloud of ash following. Oh, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me only once in the game. And that's the only issue I had with it. They never, the only thing that went bad for me in Spider-Man was, you know when you, you set a marker and on your map, sorry, in the sandbox, you see it kind of illuminate white in the distance? Yeah. Yeah, so I got to a marker that was illuminated white and then it, it bleached the entire screen and oh. everything was just illuminated white forever and wouldn't stop unless it until I turned off the PS4 and turned it back on again. Oh, shit. It was weird. That's really weird. But that's the only thing I, got, I, I found that was buggy. Um... But yeah, I could spend, I literally spent hours in that game just swinging, enjoying myself in the environment. Trying to go as fast as possible. That's it. Like yeah. it, it, was, it was trying to master the ability to web swing because mm. I wanted to be the best at that, that skill. Yeah. And it was so, once you got it down and you combine your web swinging with web pools, with dives, with bombs, with zipping into, into buildings and running on walls, it's fluid yeah. and it works so well. I really like that. It was it's the best swinging I've seen probably since Spider-Man Two again. The big the big thing for me this as well. I've never ever taken trophies seriously on PlayStation. Yeah, this was huge for me. Achievements as well. or trophies. Yeah. This is the first game I've ever platinumed. You got one platinum. I've got one platinum. Good on you. Yeah. Have you guys platinumed anything before? I yeah. almost platinumed this game. I think almost. I'm on ninety eight percent. Yeah. And then I've played the DLCs and stuff. Uh, I'm probably not going to go back to try and do it because. I've done everything, but the reason I'm not on 100% is because I haven't three-starred everything. Yeah. So I'm happy enough to have done you everything. Have to, what do you mean three-star everything? So the, the challenges. You don't need to do the, You don't need to three-star all the challenges. Oh, well, then I don't there's, know there's why a couple, I haven't there's, there's a couple. Them, then. There's a couple you need to get to... You need to get all the suits, um, but you need to get... That's it. I've not done enough crime missions you need to or get something to get all the crime the missions. You need to basically unlock all the areas of Manhattan, but a lot of that is the crime stuff. 
that was what I grounded up the last. That was the last yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Was get all the the crime missions because you just forget about them sometimes. Crime. But crime. so satisfying. It's kind of em- left me a little bit empty though. Like when you platinum something, you go, well, the game has literally told me I've done, done everything I can next. do in this. Therefore, what's the point in playing still? Well, I've got the DLC. So if I bring my PlayStation to the I'm house, then maybe you can play that. Some Easter eggs in this film as well, because one of the best things about superhero games, Batman was great for it. It was riddled with Easter eggs. Some of the best Easter eggs I found in this game, don't know if you found them. J. Jonah Jameson references Sandman in one of the audio tapes. Did you hear him say in that? In his podcast. Yeah, in his podcast. <laughs> what a dick. Who podcasts nowadays? Yeah. Eh? Stan Lee cameo. Yep, in good. the restaurant. Yeah. In the restaurant. He's the, is he waiting tables? Or is I he think he's the owner of the restaurant. Uh, uh, did you visit Doctor Strange's house, the Sanctum Centaur? I did. I did by accident. I think it was part of the uh, photo opportunity. You got to take a photo of yeah. it. Yeah. The same with this other one, Avengers Tower and uh, the Wakandan Embassy. I didn't yes. know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I also went to. Wakanda. I went to Murdoch and whatever his partner's name is. And from to, Daredevil. I went to their uh, law firm. I guess. What's up? All right, okay. It's <laughs> good. Any more cameos that I missed? Where else did you go? Uh, oh, uh, I went to the Ghostbusters fire station place. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was fun. In downtown, I think it's where it the... New York, I think. Yes, I think it was New York, Manhattan. And a uh, really cool thing about that is behind the building, there's a graffiti of a ghost, which I thought was very well done. Uh, Avengers Tower is there, obviously. Avengers Tower looks cool. Yeah, there's reference to the Avengers. Avengers. He says something like, I don't know where they are. They're in California or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, great game. I mean, really good game. Um, It's one of those, I think, from the year I've played three or four games that are brilliant, and I don't have time to play games that are anything but that now because there's so many to choose from. I thought it was over too quick. Yeah. Yeah, I I do. It could have been longer. I had some problems with the story. I feel like. It was almost a little bit too sentimental at times. Um, I thought it was quite predictable. There was also too many cutscenes. There's a lot of cutscenes you got to watch through, rather than playing in the scene. And some of the some of the side missions, for example, what's the what's the side mission with the guy that's real boring, <laughs> deadhead or something like that, metalhead or tomb, tombstone, tombstone. Oh, the tombstone one. He's the biker guy. Boring as sin. What's he all about? Uh, that that whole side mission was just like meh. Wasn't interested. A lot of it was quite samey, as in like, go to this place, beat up all these people, beat up the guys. You have to do it stealthily. Yeah, or not. Yeah, quick cutscene, and then the next one was you know pretty much the same. So, yeah, I guess. I feel like that's maybe where how do they build lacked in winning anything this year? How do they build on this? Did they bring out a sequel? Because they'll they'll obviously bring out a sequel because it's done so well. How do they improve on this? Do they add venom to it and you get well? No, this is the thing. And spoiler alert: I'm not bothered about spoiling spider-man spoiling this one miles morales true you'll probably get to play as miles and there's mention to it in the dlc as well and harry will probably the green goblin will probably also yeah harry that was a big twist big big twist big twist as well there's there is no green goblin is he the green goblin or is he venom hobgoblin is he not venom Venom. hobgoblin isn't harry because i googled it is it not Uh, so green goblin's norman i thought harry was hob i remember googling it like the actual comic book stuff Really, oh, but I thought confused. I thought it, the 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 reveal is that he's got the symbiote on him. That's why he's in that. Because Norman puts his hand up on the glass, mm-hmm. 
and then you have this black ooze comes out and touches oh, his yeah. hand. Yeah. It's venom. I remember that, yeah. Maybe you're right. I am right. <laughs> I know. I know I'm right. I, I will call that. that. Yeah, I remember that. But it was the, and it, when he's in the tank, it's like a green tank and it illuminates yeah. green. I, it was, yeah. I thought that was foreshadowing just the green goblin. But he was covered in the symbiote stuff. Uh, maybe you're right. Do you guys play anything else this year that you feel like needs a, an honorable, honorable mention before we wrap things up? Because they're the three big games, I think, this year that have made an impact no, on me. No, I really kind of got... I, I didn't really touch on any games until I really moved it into the flat with Cam. Because... And it was God of War that started it all, really. Yeah. I moved into the flat and noticed that God of War was sitting on the table and went, dude, have you played this yet? And he went, no, I'm not going around to you yet. I've had it for a while. I've just not played it yet. Oofed, what a silly boy. So I started what playing a silly it. boy. started playing it yeah. before him. And after I started playing it, you were like, oh shit, maybe I should start that playing it. That looks amazing. Um, Cam got more into it than I did. What We've got a lot coming out next year as well. Are you looking forward to anything next year in what's coming up next year so the last of us two is due out next oh yeah year. totally um that'd be good what else have we got it's been an incredible year for games Correct. and also uh probably honorable mention it was it it'll probably be in next year's game awards maybe but uh smash ultimate has just come out and i was contemplating smash. buying it for our christmas gaming but I need to buy some controllers and I this is where I either buy it or don't buy it because if I buy it and we don't have enough controllers, I'll have to buy more controllers and that's £100 for a game, which I refuse to pay for. <laughs> Absolutely not. When is <laughs> so, uh, Death Stranding due out? Next Dead year? Stranding. Dead Stranding. That was Death Stranding. Death Stranding? Yeah. Don't know. Is that the zombie game? I think it's probably going to be about zombies, but I don't know, post-apocalyptic. I don't know much about games next year. Um, we'll I, see. We'll see what happens when they get there. They hurry up <laughs> and bring out Diablo Four is what they need to do. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. There's a, a different game that we've been playing. Last week we played Diablo Three, and it was my introduction to Diablo. Cam is a knight known as. Uh, well, one of my uh, the one of your characters the I was playing. Used, yes. that uh, particular uh, save was um, the Crusader known as Ethelian. Ethelian, the mm. Crusader. Yes, he's Ooh, very my. good. And we also very played legal. with. Tony, who was also a crusader, known as... Carlor. Carlor. And he can fuck anything. And he will. That's from a YouTube. Oh, is it? Yep. And then we were also with Craig. Yep. He had a mage. Craig was the wizard, yes. The wizard, yeah. I can't remember. Was it like... He made it look like Loki, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. What was his name again? Like Krog Kroglor. It was also a C, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, something like and or something. I was new to the game, and so I had to create a character. I chose an archer because I like Legolas. Archer and called him Rory. I called him Rukid, which is half of my name and all of my last name. <laughs> Where? Do because you... I couldn't think of anything. It wasn't. I should have named him. I should have named him Nar with a G and two A's, and then in brackets, the well endowed. The well endowed. <laughs> 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 we used to do that as well. We used to do that when we were like Skyrim. <laughs> Community. Right? I was Jake of the well endowed. Did you watch Community? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Where do you guys fall on Star Wars games? Uh, love and hate. Well, they're very hit and miss. Yeah. I've been. Like famously, the 1313 game that was being developed by the guys that did Uncharted um, that got panned or like canned for some reason. Um, that was supposed to be like Uncharted meets uh, Boba Fett or something I don't like that. understand why. Because like, the, the best Star Wars games they've ever made are the Knights of the Old Republic. So why don't they just make something like that again? A Star, a Star Wars RPG, like Skyrim, 
Like yeah. You create your own character. It's, you know, and you well, level up. You, you choose a lightsaber. This, lightsaber. Yeah, this is yeah, what I found for next year because that'd be class as well. I think the Knights of the Republic games get really good. Before rep. you jump in on that, mm-hmm. the one thing that I've always been confused about, and this is the probably the difficulty with making a Star Wars slash Jedi game, is lightsabers are like the ultimate weapon. Unbelievable. You can't have a fight and get hit with a lightsaber or you're dead or you've lost an arm or a leg. Sure. You know? So having to grind and you've hit this bad guy five times with your lightsaber, that would never happen. Yeah, but that was just the... But I know, that's the, that's the sword yeah. gameplay, but that's, that's where they... The, the yeah, gameplay hadn't where they evolved to what, because, what, what, yeah. where we are now that completely achieved. It needs to be more based around uh, defending with your lightsaber and then trying to get that one shot in. I've not found huge titles that are going to be released next year. I know The Last of Us 2 is probably the biggest one that I'm probably interested in. Probably the one I know. But <laughs> there's a Star Wars game here that's slated for next year called Star Wars Fallen Order. Uh, it's, uh, so here's what we know about Fallen Order. It's been developed by Respawn, who are the guys who are responsible for Titanfall. Have you ever played Titanfall? I have. It's, it's like a COD, but in big sure. robot stuff. Yeah, it's a big snore for me. <laughs> but apparently this will be set between Star Wars Episode 3 and 4, and it's currently set to be released in 2019. You might say that's oh, not cool. enough information. That's quite a cool little period before y- New Hope. Yeah, so you, everything's based before New Hope now, though. All the new films are based before New Hope. Um, you might say that's not enough information Except to form a kind of opinion <laughs> on this project. But in a world that is maddeningly devoid of quality Star Wars games, Jedi Fallen Order has enough going for it to give us hope that this game might actually <gasps> deliver the kind of Star Wars experience we so hope. deservedly crave. Oh my god, a new hope. Another hope, 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 hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Apparently. It's a silly way to put a rebellion on. <laughs> like hope like, this works. Like, <laughs> like many of the superhero games we just talked about. I feel like Star Wars suffers from that same trope. It's really difficult to do a Star Wars game. Yeah, agreed. Unless it's like a pilot game, that would be pretty good. Is there anything else you'd I want? I could make a class one. Or pod racing. Is there anything else you'd want to see? Did you guys play the Bioshock games? No. Uh, yes and no. And by yes, I mean no. <laughs> uh, they are some of my favorite games. and I should have played more of them. I would love... For Ken Levine, the guy who did the Bioshock games, to come back and make something else. I think he is, but it's not Bioshock because that stadium closed a while ago. Oh, stadium crap. studio, even. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I have haven't got a lot to predict for next year, unfortunately. No, but the shoe was good. I enjoyed it. I'd probably like to go back and steal your your Switch and play Zelda from the start again because Breath of the Wild was we'll fucking amazing Christmas last year. Yeah. Do you play Breath of the Wild? Nope. Why? I've I've opened it up to him to play it if he you wants should. to. But is that on the Switch? Yeah. I might do it. You should absolutely do it. That's Maybe a game it. and a half. Create a profile. <gasps> get in there. Find it. <gasps> Find Zelda. Where is she? Is Zelda her. the one uh, that has the wears the green and has the sword with the elf ears? Yes. That's, that's Zelda. Zelda. I know. It was funny, but... I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, right. Is that us? You guys want to You've been watching anything this week that you feel like talk, talking about? Uh, well, in the spirit of Red Dead... I I rekindled my love for the show Godless on Netflix, which features Cookie from uh, Skins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Jeff Daniels. And Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, the the man. Cookie, I can't remember the actor's name, but Cookie plays a Roy Good. He is a young outlaw running with the Jeff Daniels gang. (laughs) I can't remember his character. Jeff Daniels. The Jeff Daniels gang. Bad seven is rock band. And uh, basically, he he grows up 
with the Jeff Daniels gang, realizes that he's got a bit of a conscious conscience, doesn't like what he's doing, steal like jumps in on one of his uh, train robberies, steals mm. all the cash, shoots Jeff Daniels in the arm, Ouch. and is on the run. Ouch! And there's this. This is basically the story starting. Jeff Daniels' gang is looking for Roy because he's double crossed him. Oh no! Uh, and Roy is taking salvage somewhere, and they're basically riding through every town and burning it to the ground, trying to look for Roy. Ouch! And it sounds like a dick. It's 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 good. Sometimes it's slow. There's only seven or eight episodes, and it is a one shot. Not one shot, but it is a one-time series. There won't be a second. Because Flash of, in the Pan series. Because of what happens. Cool. And episode, the last episode has a huge shootout in the town, and it is a great episode. It ends very well. I watched this week, if you haven't seen it yet, a documentary called Three Identical Strangers. Cool. <laughs> it's been all over the Sundance Film Festival. Do you like a good documentary? How do you feel about documentaries? I love documentaries. Do you like a good documentary? Yeah. Episode two. Cameron? If it's done well, yeah. This story is about triplets, a, a specific yep. set of triplets who don't know, who were separated at birth oh, and don't find each other until they're all 19 years old. Um, It's an hour and a half long. It's like a feature length documentary. Um, The first 20 minutes of the documentary is the story of them finding each other, basically becoming another happy family. One of them ended up in a kind of blue collar family. One of them ended up in a middle class family and the other one ended up in a quite high society style family. Um, so they kind of have different backgrounds, but it brings up the, the argument of nature versus nurture yeah, uh, and how they are almost identical and act and talk and look the same. So it is kind of nature over nurture. Um, but the whole documentary takes a gigantic twist about halfway through. And as they basically start to uncover this conspiracy in the new york um adoption agency that they came from about oh how yeah honestly it was like apparently they were not to give too much away possibly forcibly sent to different families as a freudian so, science like, experiment yeah that's experiment. what i heard I, yeah i, I so were they I, all given lockets? This is ringing a bell, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I saw that headline. There is there, yeah. an unbelievably dark twist to this, and Ooh. like when I watched it, I got really fucking upset. Oh, like honestly, it was a proper. It pulls your heart a little bit. Okay, like you should watch it. Yeah, it's, well, it's brilliant. It sounds, I like a good. But um, oh my god, it, it, it was one of those things that stuck with me for a couple of days. I was like, I need to talk to, talk about this. Shit, it's really good, and it's true, and it's probably still ongoing. Like the two two of the brothers were on the news. Recently, that's how I found out about it because they were promoting the, the documentary. Go watch it. It's called Three Identical Strangers. Cool. It's one in loads of stuff at Sundance. So I will go watch it. Anything for I you? I want can? it. Um, no, no. <laughs> I watched the, and I'm sorry to do this to you, Rory, but I watched a couple of episodes of the new Sunday oh, last you night. Did as well. Yeah, boy. Oh, I finished it. I finished it. The, the gang gets new wheels. Oh, it's so oh, good. Right, not to give anything away, and let's not give anything away. Please for, don't, to Rory. But the gang gets new wheels has hands down the the most wildest scene I've ever seen. Uh, uh, <laughs> you talking about the the last scene? Yeah, yeah. It, it is fucking amazing, and you don't see you. They they set you up to think yeah. something's coming, yeah, and then something else comes. <laughs> it's so good. It is. I'm still laughing about it. It's so. Fucking funny. That, whole, way, fact, that one episode, episode has is hilarious. It's got a great arc for all of them in that episode. Yeah, they all have yeah, their own little yeah. kind of like B plots to it. Yeah, they've got their own thing going yeah. on. 
The one thing I would say is you can tell each episode is directed by somebody different. Yeah. They all have a different feel. Yeah. Really? Different feel, Do yeah. they direct any of them? I don't know. Not sure. Do some they write them, any of them? Some of them... I don't know. Some of them miss for me. They 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 revisit yeah. the the gang do the bogs thing on the plane with the apparently that's a good one though I didn't like that one I've heard because it's, it's like funny because they're talking it's, about it's how they're always doing a female reboot it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a piss take at female reboots in, in terms of it's saying don't make a female reboot just make a female original like, story. original yeah. story yeah. instead of saying you know off female we need more female um, dominated dominated like roles. Like roles. Yeah. Instead of making instead of making a remake, make an, an original, which I can never agree with. Like which the is Ghostbusters why, well, it's why, it's why should, I'm, I'm against remakes anyway. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. who the cast is. But, but that, I mean, we're opening a can of worms here, but I to give my two cents. Paul Feig, who did the Ghostbusters reboot with um, all the all the girls, also did Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is a unique story, um, written by it's Paul really Feig, and, and it's so funny and so good. And that is a female led comedy. You don't need to reboot Ghostbusters with the same cast yeah, true. To, to shove that message down your throat. Make a new story. Yeah. And yeah, Sunny make a Sunny have a it's a good episode because it does make a good commentary on that. Yeah. But that's one of the ones that fell flatter with me. Okay. Um the, it's a way bug stuff. The the the, <laughs> the the one where the gang, the time's up for the gang is my favorite that's, one of that's that. That's so, yeah. so good. The classic one. It's really dark. Okay. Dennis is great in it. Max also anyway, really good. Not, let's not give it away. Yes, to the don't. It hurts me that I haven't seen it yet. Are you I'm waiting still for holding out for Netflix. Yeah, okay. Whenever that may be. Very good. Oh, so much time for Sunny. Right, we done? Yeah. It was a good pod, guys. For roughly the last hour and a half, everybody, we listen to Kittlehood, the podcast where we talk fun stuff like movies, TV shows, and video games with the odd celebrity. Imp- any celebrity impressions today? I don't think there was any. Oh, That's the Arthur first. Morgan impression. Arthur but... Morgan. Arthur Morgan. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. He's better than Arthur Morgan than I am. Guys, we release a podcast every Monday morning. If that falls into your commute, give us a listen and a little cheeky uh, review if you want to. Five star man. Five give star us man a review. Around. It makes us feel good. And then we're coming up to Christmas. So let, give us a wee Christmas present. Have a look out for our Twitter. <laughs> we're on Twitter as Kettlehood. We've been using it much more recently. Trying to put in some, uh, some comical jokes. Yes. A lot of gifts lot going of about gifts. with our tweets. All over the If gifts. you fancy a laugh every so often, every day, tune in. Tune into our Twitter. Try and do it once a morning. Yeah. After I get up and have a shower. A shower. It's my tweet time. Anyway, that's us. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.